Hello and welcome back to another episode of All Villa No Filler. What an end to the season. The fans were back at last and the Villa got a big 2-1 win over Chelsea. We'll talk about that in just a moment. We'll also continue our perfect 10 feature. Today it's time to rate Jack Grealish's season out of 10. And as ever, we'll have the back in time quiz where the ultimate winner gets a free Nando's. The losers, that's me and Rasheen, have to pay for. <laughs> But before we get into all that, let's check in with the other two lifelong villains who join me as ever on the show. Firstly, Roshi Mendonca, how are you? I went to the pub and <laughs> I sat down and Villa scored a goal and then Villa scored another goal and then they scored a goal, but let's not mention it. And then we won! Oh, <laughs> what an afternoon. Nothing more needs to be said. That's that the end of the show, the everyone. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I don't think I need to say anymore. What a day! What a yeah. day! What an end of the season! And and um, I won't mention the establishment that I went to in Kings Heath, but let's say that the um, the Kings Heath hipster mob does it rhyme with pair and pounds? Oh, they... <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. No, absolutely not. It's it's far more down down market than that. Right. Um, but hey, the Stella's cheap. Other beers are available and a <laughs> good time. So. Well, 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 I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll come on to that more, even more, in just a moment. Um, Frankie, <laughs> Frankie, are you, as, are oh, you as full of life as Rashid? I, I am in the best mood I've been in in a full long time. Full of life or full of... <laughs> you're, full, <laughs> you're definitely full of something. <laughs> yeah. Full of life. Yeah. Look, look, my favourite weekend of the year, right, Eurovision. I bloody love <laughs> Eurovision. Oh, and, and Aston Villa win. I'm singing Sweden in 2012. Winner, we got, Euphoria. We got no. We got no points. Euphoria. <laughs> da, 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 da. We're going up, 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 up. Come on. I mean, you know, we've got to work a song for Villa fans for that. But, uh, but it's, ama- it's, it's, ama- it's honestly, it's amazing what a what a win for Villa does to oh. our minds. <laughs> as in, we lose them. Eurovision uh, and two Villa wins in a row. It's just like it's like I'm in heaven. This is heaven to me. And, um, you know, I mean, it's also like the hilarious weekend where like Eurovision, the UK gets nil poire. And then it's just this like introspection of like everyone hates us. And it's like, no, not everyone hates us. It's just that you keep putting out the worst music ever every single year. Hence why you get no points. <laughs> it's, like, it's like if you have... I think a... everyone does also hate us. I think it's a combo oh, of the two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are we like the Millwall of Eurovision? Do you think? Um... There might We're be the like, 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 City, no, no, aren't we? Let's well, be yeah, well, oh, exactly. I'm sorry to bring their name into this podcast, but mm. it, you know, we're about as successful, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, well, I'm glad you're in the wave. She won, you know, never she, forget that. Yeah, she did. But hey, no, that's, I mean, listen, I'm glad that the fact that the UK did terribly at Eurovision didn't dampen your spirits. No. We got a song out of you, which is the first, I think, on this podcast. Oh, I've got more if you want. So, um, uh, we'll, no, we'll, we'll, we'll I've got the Norwegian that, uh, entry if you want. We'll save that. Listen, I'm I am also happy, um, not just because of the result. Obviously, I am. But two weeks ago, maybe less, we were talking about the uh, the, the 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 aftermath from the Crystal Palace defeat. We were all really upset, weren't we? I say yeah. all. You two were really upset. <laughs> And we were talking about Spurs. Do you remember this? And you guys were saying, oh, oh God, oh, I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. And remember, I said, mm. I said, I said, no, nah, yeah. we're going to win it. We're going to win that one. You and he didn't did. believe me. And I said it was going to be 2-1. 
And what was the score? It was 2-1 to the Villa. It was 2-1, George. It was. So I'm feeling very smug at the moment. Uh, Are you also feeling smug? Because I think you did beat me in fantasy football. (laughs) I think I left Pepe on the bench and thought, no, I'm going to put my faith in Ollie Watkins. And I think if I'd have put Pepe in, Mm. I might have just got there. It's a sliding doors moment. What might have been, eh? But um, but hey, the listen. One, get the, villa the, villa, the Villa one, exactly. <laughs> all, all other troubles melt away when Aston Villa win a Premier League football match. Genuinely, do. Um, so on 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 that note, let's talk about it. Um, Frankie, uh, starting with you first. What what really stood out for you in the win today? Oh, it was oh, I'm just, like well. Firstly, the fans. The fans being back was the greatest thing ever it's just like (laughs) football is so much better with fans oh my god um it was fantastic to hear the fans just there cheering away even when they started cheering for tammy abraham do you hear that bit yeah tammy's tweeted about it and i was like (laughs) we at least recognize him unlike you know thomas tuchel never playing the guy we're like we appreciate tammy for all he did for us to get us back in the premier league um but you know uh i was you know i think the first 25 minutes i was nervous i thought if Chelsea looked like they could run away with this, because they're a brilliant team, they've got some fantastic players, and we struggled to deal with their wingers a bit. Mason Mount was getting to cover positions, as was Pulisic. Uh, Chilwell was good down the left. Um, but we sort of got our act together, just screw into the game. And I think that's a big credit to um, John McGinn and uh, marvellous Nakamba, the marvellous mm. one. How good was he today? Brilliant. Genuine 10 out of 10 performance. He was Absolutely fantastic. Um, and to beat Chelsea, Champions League finalists, uh, to hold out like we did, you know, in a game which, you know, they had to win. You know, there was no guarantees of getting top four. Um, and we went out there and we performed really well on the back of another good performance against Tottenham as well. Um, a fantastic end to the season. Um, in, you know, after a lot of misery against Crystal Palace, obviously there's still things to fix. Obviously, we're not in the finished article yet. But that's a really great way to finish the season, beating two top teams like that. Um, and I thought, you know, to see Grealish come back, Matt Target, I thought, was brilliant today. The defence yeah. played really well. Um, uh, Mings was really strong, I thought. Um, but I think all the credit in the world to um, Marvellous Nakamba. I really have to, I really think the balance of him and John McGinn was brilliant. I think it's a better balance than Douglas Louise and um, John McGinn. I do think we still need another central midfielder. I do think we need a bit more physicality in there still, but we, it's, a, it's a great way to end the season and look ahead to next season. And of course, Carney came on. I love it. Carney came yeah. on. Yeah, well, he had a good, good few minutes, didn't he, um, compared to uh, his time on, uh, against Spurs. He, he played for a good, what, was it 20, 20 minutes, 20 or so minutes? So that was, that was really good to see. Uh, Rasheen, um, so the marvellous one for Frankie was man of the match. Uh, how did you see it? Oh, it had to be the marvellous one. God, how good was he? He's, yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's not only how fantastic he, he was today, but I, I like the fact that, like Frankie said, is, is he serving a purpose? Mm. He's not just coming on because somebody else has got a red card and can't play, whatever. He's, he's there in that team for a reason. We really needed to dig in at the back with the Chelsea team that, that you know, could have, could have put a few past us. And he was the right man. He was amazing. And, I mean... Marvellous by name, marvellous by nature, absolutely. And as Frankie said, the fans, you know, that I hate that saying, but the 12th man, it, you know, it, it's absolutely true. Um, absolutely brilliant. Um, I think Traore definitely turned up in front of the fans as well. Yeah, and that, that little, like, that, that 
I think that was straight off the training pitch, wasn't it? That that play, and he just he couldn't have put that, he couldn't have slotted that any more perfectly. Um, really, really nice bit of play. Um, and just I I just thought. It was great, Emmy Martinez. Again, we've got yeah. to give these boys a shout out. Their first game in front of fans, and mm. yeah, he let one in, but he was, he was, he could, you know, he he saved two or mounts. three that it's absolutely, brilliant. yeah, 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 and 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 to do that there at Villa Park, first time his family had been there, first time the fans have seen him play. Um, what a what a great kind of game for him. And you know what, Chelsea, we rattled them those yeah, three did. yellow cards in when was it forty to forty five yeah. minutes or whenever it was. Yeah. They couldn't. They couldn't kind of like control us. They couldn't. Um, we absolutely rattled them. So I think. Oh, just for anybody that's listening, <laughs> my dad has just turned up to interrupt the podcast. Oh, uh, what did you think of the game, Dad? I thought it was uh, rather Nakamba marvelous. Rather <laughs> Nakamba marvelous. There you go. Right. I would agree. Downstairs, Dad. See you later. Shut the door. <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> uh, so there you go. Me and the Mendonzas all thought it was rather Nakamba marvellous. And that's what we have to say on the matter. <laughs> yes. Well, me, I I agree with, I mean, I always agree with the Mendonzas generally. Uh, and, and today's no exception. I thought, yeah, I mean, agree with... Agree with all that. Um, yeah, marvellous Nakamba was, uh, was, was superb. I thought Tyrone Mings. Yeah. Excellent. Brilliant, brilliant performance. The whole, the, yeah, the whole of the back foot. Courtney Horse as well. He Courtney, yeah. perfectly, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Actually, there is something to be said about um, about over the last two games, having Conser played right back and Courtney Horse coming in, playing centre-half next to Mings. I mean, why would we not doing this? <laughs> why haven't we been doing this for longer? And, and I, also, it, I also feel with, with having... We, I mean, we've done this in the past when we've played Melberg at right back and Quayar at right back. When you have a, say, a, a traditional centre half playing at fullback, it gives you greater threat at set pieces. Um, and all through this season, we've really struggled to score a goal, goals from set pieces. I know we scored uh, one today, but it was more obviously well worked and scored with Priori's feet rather than anyone's head. But if you've got concert horse and, uh, and and Mings up front for corners and free kicks, ultimately you're going to be much more dangerous in those sorts of positions. And and that that I would say going into next year is something we really probably do need to improve on our ability to kind of like make those set pieces count because Grealish wins an awful lot of them as we all know. And we just we just, we just haven't. <laughs> oh, that um, red card was fantastic, wasn't it? Look, I'll tell you what. Wow, yeah. Guys, yeah. guys, let me just say I've just been down the police station to report an assault. I was disgusted <laughs> by what I saw. Well done, Frankie, that's doing your civic duty. Well done. <laughs> the, the hilarious thing was, so obviously I've said before, my dad is a blues fan, like Darth Vader to my Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and um, he saw the green, watched the game. And I'm up, I'm back home for the first time in a year and a half. So he watched the game and when the greenish red card happened, he went to the replay of the foul. And his face was just like, it's an absolute disgrace. He's <laughs> <laughs> And I was, like, I was just there going, like, I can't believe what I've just seen. And I was literally like marching to the police station straight Absolutely. after. Absolutely. I thought, I thought he'd lost right. his eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean. It was like you the know. horror of Big Frank. <laughs> Greenish could literally get KO'd. He's jived. <laughs> I actually, we did a graphic of Jack Grealish and it's like, you know, like, my, you know, I love the man and all that. And um, my dad said, the problem with that is that he's not on a diving board. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's such a classic just, response, isn't just it? Just they're bitter, aren't they? Oh, it's bitter. Just, you know, just because... 
you know, we haven't built a statue to him yet. We haven't retired his shirt. I've got um, one on my front lawn. <laughs> I'm looking into it. Um, yeah, no, what I mean, what a, what a way to end the season. And, um, and that's just the kind that's, I mean, that is just, that is just the perfect way to kind of have, you know, reach the end of the season. We all remember where we were last season when we were at the West Ham game and it was, you know, you know, everyone was biting your fingernails and, and Grealish popped up and kept us in the, in, in the Premier League. It's so much nicer to be in a position where that we don't, I know we finished 11th. I know people might think, oh, that's boring. I know we didn't push for Europe, which a lot of fans kind of wanted, but Mike, I mean, my God, like what a relief not to be scrapping oh, yeah. away at the bottom. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, joyous, joyous stuff. All Villa, no filler on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back, everybody. Now it is time for this. The perfect 10. It's a perfect 10, which I'm hosting this week. Now, this is a feature where two of us review the performances of each key Villa player so far this season and give them a score out of 10. This week, Frankie and George are assessing super Jack Grealish. I mean, who wants to start, boys? <laughs> Where do we start? Frankie, do you want to just take Look, it away? When I was at work last year and, you know, a couple of like, I was, it was in London and a couple of like Chelsea, West Ham fans and all that were talking to me about Villa. And I said, genuinely, Jack Grealish, I think I love him. I think I actually love him. Like, you know, like family. You love your family. You love your brother. You love your dad, your son, your sister, your aunt, whoever. And I was just like, I love Jack Grealish like that. His family. He's like Aston Villa fam. He's one of us. I hear his accent and I'm like, he, he doesn't just have like a brummy accent. He has like a, a Solihull brummy. It's like it's specifically mm, specific, Solihull brummy. Yeah. And it's like, like, so obviously all three of us were all Solihull and all that. So, um, and then, you know, him going to St. Peter's, which is another school I I went to the junior school there and all that. So there's just something that I've always had like a bit of a personal connection with him in a way, in a very distant way. But to see what he's become, this player who you knew was really talented all the way back in 2015 when he first came through, to now, to see this player who is not just one of the best players in the Premier League, but one of the best players in the world, period, um, has been incredible. And this is the season where he's fully confirmed himself. Because I tell you what, even at the start of this season, people were doubting Grealish. People like, he's a show pony, he's inconsistent, he flatters to deceive, all that kind of nonsense you get from people who don't watch him every week. And even Gareth Southgate wouldn't pick the guy. And then finally, Southgate's forced into picking him because of injuries. And guess what? He's the best player for England. Because of course he is, because he's brilliant. Um, he, has, he kept Villa up last season more than anyone else. And this season, he's helped elevate us to a level that we're like, this man is our prodigal son. He's, the man, he's like the promised son who's come here to deliver us. And, you know, um, his performances this season statistically have been absolutely brilliant. I mean, I'll list a couple for you. You know, big chances created in the Premier League this season. Bruno Fernandes at Manchester United came top with 20. Jack Grealish got 14. And guess what? Bruno Fernandes played the whole season and Jack Grealish missed a third of the season. So Jack Grealish is joint third in the league. What would he have been if the whole season happened? Most key passes, Bruno Fernandes again on 95, Grealish on third at 81. Again, if he plays the whole season, he's top. Expected goal contribution, ball progression, some of the best in Europe. He's got six goals and 10 assists. And again, as I say, he's barely played since January. 
This man is at such an elite level. He could play for Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, every single one of them, and he'd improve them because he's one of the best players in the world. And I'll tell you this, he's not going to play for any of them because he's going to stay at Villa and make us into a team that is of the level where we should be of, you know, why do we have to look at Manchester and Liverpool and go, they're bigger than us? They don't have to be. We're at a point in history now where we can be at that level and Jack Grealish is the man who can lead us there. And I tell you what, it's been so great this season. I love the man. I'm, do you know what? I'm getting, Six I'm, out of ten. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm going to go four and a half. No, look. I'm going ten. I'm going ten. I'm going ten out of ten. I love that. Wow. It has to be. Go on, Frankie. It's a wow. ten how do from I, Frankie. How the, how the hell do I follow that? My God. I mean, I, I, love, I love Jack really so much the next guy. Well, at least I thought I did. If <laughs> next guy's Frankie Maguire. I'm not so sure. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, you brought you brought the, the stats speak for themselves, didn't they? Um, I wasn't going to uh, bring them up, but they, you know, that's that's what that's what they are. And you're right. I think it's absolutely incredible that he's still near the top of the charts in all those areas, despite the fact he hasn't played for a third of the season. I think that's absolutely incredible. And he plays for a team, you know, um, people who aren't Villa fans will will dismiss us as you know a mid a, you know mid table club you know with a big history um, but not particularly successful and yet he still drives those numbers up single handedly. I think the fact that uh, both Villa fans and non Villa fans alike look at our season um, in in the games before he was injured and the games after uh, and can just see the the the, the fall off in both performances and results. Um, it's just it's chalk and cheese. And it's frustrating because obviously, if Grealish was was fit the entire season, um, we would have won the league. <laughs> we would, you know, we would be celebrating. It'd be incredible. You know, we'd, we'd, I, I, I genuinely think if Grealish was was fit the entire season, we'd, we'd at least be in uh, the Europa League, which would be astonishing considering where we were last season. I know a lot of West Ham fans will say, you know, David Moyes has done an incredible job at West Ham, and he, and he has done it, absolutely. Um, but you know, we we were just destined for the drop last season so if we managed to get into Europe this season and what a turnaround that that would have been and it's all down to it's it's all down to him it is all down to Jack and um and you're right Frankie you know he he did he did he single-handedly handedly kept us up last season not just the goal against West Ham on the last day of the season it was it was everything before then he he just he is the heart and soul of the club and a part of me thinks it's kind of dangerous to only have one player uh, who has that much impact? He's our captain. You know, he's 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 the face of the club around the world. If you if you if you think about Aston Villa, you think about Jack Grealish. They now go hand in hand. Um, so I would be absolutely devastated if he if he does move. And I know obviously it's now come to the end of the season, so there'll be so many uh, press links of him um, going to Man City or United again that we've seen a million times before. But. I'm just, I just don't see it. I just genuinely, and I'm not, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Villa fan and I, I, I hope he stays. Obviously I do, but I, I genuinely don't think he, he, he wants to go. He's, I think he, last season he would have been frustrated with where we finished in the league. This season we've improved massively. We've got owners who are willing to spend vast amounts of money to improve the squad and build the squad around him. Things are looking good for the first time at Villa for bloody decades why would you want to leave what looks like a really exciting project and go to somewhere else? He has a chance to win something at Villa in, in this generation. He really does. And I hope that he kind of looks at that and sees that is the case. Um, anyway, I'm going to wrap it up by saying uh, I, I, I hope he gets a chance at the Euros because I think he, if he plays, he could easily be the player of the tournament, genuinely. Uh, he just needs to get that chance. 
um, like Southgate did eventually gave, give him eventually uh, in the qualifiers. But if he plays, he'll be fantastic. Um, so yeah, given all that, I am also going to give Jack Grealish a 10 out of 10. Jack Grealish deservedly gets a 10 out of 10. <laughs> the only man that when you see him mouthing, you can see his brummy accent, can't you? <laughs> he is Villa through and through, and he most deservedly gets his 10 out of 10. Well done, Super Jack Grealish. That was the perfect 10, and Super Jack scored a perfect 10. We'd like to hear if you agree with that and what you've made of the Villa players this season. You can email your opinions to allvillanofiller at gmail.com or let us know on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram by searching allvillanofiller. Okay, well, that is, of course, the end of the season. So there's no Premier League game uh, for us to look ahead to. But there is one game that we are all uh, interested in. That is the Youth Cup final, which uh, Villa's young players are involved in. We play Liverpool. Frankie, how do you think that one's going to go? Uh, I'm very excited for it. Um, the Aston Villa U team, watched them play West Brom. I watched them a couple of times this season. And uh, I tell you, I think this is an, an unusually good youth team, I think. I remember the... I remember the U team that won back in 2002 or three, I think, that had Stephen Davis, the Moore brothers, um, and they were playing Everton with Wayne Rooney in it. And uh, I think I was sort of the same age at that time. And I remember the Villa being a team that you would thought of as like, okay, they're, you know, they're very high level. But really, only Stephen Davis went on to have really a, an, a prolonged first-class career within that Villa U team. But looking at... So, you know, obviously that's a warning in the sense like a lot of these players may not eventually go on to have such prolonged careers, but they might make it, you know, League One, League Two, places like that. But I'm looking at this U team and watching them, and I just think, I honestly think there's a couple of these guys that really could, like, be something, you know, going forward. And obviously, Carney Chukwemeka, Carney Chucky came on against Spurs the other day and hit the post, and I screamed the house down when that hit the post. Got some good minutes today. Borussia Dortmund won him and um, we may, we, it may be tough to hold on to him if they put enough pressure on, but I'm hoping not. Looking at some of the U team players, obviously Louis Barry sticks out. Um, you know, he's got a lot of hype. He's from, uh, you know, if Barcelona signed, signing someone from Sutton Goldfield, you know they've got to be, have something about them. Um, and watching him in that youth final, a semi-final against West Brom couple of weeks ago he was fantastic and his goal was brilliant he's just there's some players you just know have it and he's got it um and then you look at Arjun Reiki another player that I really like a Punjabi villain as well and we interviewed the Punjabi villains and we're you know we're um hugely supportive because it's great to see South Asian representation within football as well and um professional football and uh uh, he looks a very intelligent player to me, um, somebody who puts pressure on at the right times, um, a physically imposing centre midfielder, but a very clever player. Um, I really like Arjun Reichen. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does because he's someone who I'd keep an eye on hope maybe in, over the summer he'll train with the first team, maybe get a few friendlies. Next season, maybe play a few Carabao Cup games, maybe FA Cup 
and maybe even feature in the league if he can keep progressing. You know, it's, it's very hard, but um, there's a couple of guys in there. Kane Kessler as well, another player to keep an eye on. Um, this is an exciting youth team. Um, and um, you know what? I'm going to say they go out and beat Liverpool. They do it. They, go on, lads. You can do it. No, I think, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, that, that, that team from uh, going back a number of years now, uh, you mentioned Davis. I think Peter Whittinger was in that team as well. But beyond um, beyond beyond that, yeah, you're right. I don't think a lot of them did go on to have um, you know very very successful um, careers. But with with Chukwemeka, um in particular, you know he's been linked with with some elite clubs across Europe. You mentioned Dortmund. Um, you know he 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 looks a real prospect. Obviously, Louis Barry stands out as well. So you know even if even if uh, two or three or four of those eventually go on and, and, and play for, for Villa, uh, hopefully in, in, in European competition. What a fantastic thing that is for, for the fans. You know, we, we, we absolutely love to see uh, what, you know, players that have come through the youth team, local, local lads coming up and, um, and, and doing well, like, uh, like Grealish has obviously done for us. Um, if, 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 we could, if, we could, if we could find three Jack Grealishes in our youth team, I mean, my God. That would just be absolutely amazing stuff. So, yeah, absolutely good luck to see the lads tomorrow. And, yeah, hopefully we'll get a result. They don't need luck. They put one past the Liverpool first team. I'm sorry, but <laughs> yes, these boys are going to absolutely storm it. They don't need luck. They've got it. They've got this in the bag. Well, the scenes when Liverpool put their first team out, Mo Salah turns up. <laughs> <laughs> Sadio Marnie. So, so, yeah. Louis Barry puts six past him. Yeah. yeah. Marnie trying to convince the referee he's 14. <laughs> it's the Back in Time quiz where I'll take a journey back in time like Marty McFly to see how much these guys really know about the Villa. As ever, we're playing for the Townsend Trophy, named after who else but Aston Villa legend, Andy Townsend. And whoever wins the quiz takes hold of the trophy. And by the end of the season, whoever's won the title the most wins a free Nando's. The catch being the losers have to buy it for them. Is this the point at which you get smug, Frankie? Because... You've won the trophy the most times. Well, I'm fe- I'm looking forward to my wild herb sauce at Nando's. Yeah, this Nando's. is yeah, this is like that that kind of World Cup game between third and fourth place that no <laughs> one cares about. It's got that vibe, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. <laughs> well, you, look, you, you know, you, you're playing, for, you're professionals. You know, you're always We're playing for pride. Right. Uh, <laughs> We're playing for pride, if <laughs> I not, lost if that not a long time. Ago. Yeah. yeah. We're playing for pride, if not butterfly chicken. I'm just playing chicken. for fun. I'm just playing for fun. <laughs> Now, the last time you both played, I think George sneaked a victory. Um, can I just get your buzzer sound? So, uh, Roisin, what's your buzzer? Well, earlier I mentioned that Jack Grealish was the only man you could hear his Brummie accent on a mute TV screen. Of course, that was incorrect. <laughs> Gabby Abonglahore also has exactly the same skill, doesn't he? It's got to be, to end the season, Gabby Abonglahore. Gabby. And George, what are you going to be? Well, in honour of the uh, of the youth team playing in the cup final tomorrow, I'm going to go Chukwemeka. Okay, lovely. Right. Okay. A little bit different this one. You know, last day of the season, Eurovision. Oh, so, here we you go. know, any way I can get Eurovision into a question, oh. I'll get it in. I'll sneak it in. So, you know, we're going up, 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 up. Um, right. We're going to start off. Who won last night? Italy, of course, 
great tune. I was well into it. Didn't realize I was that angsty, but I was really into that tune. So Benito Carboni, one of our most famous Italian footballers, played for the Villa on loan from Sheffield Wednesday in the 99 to 2000 season. He played 24 league games for us. But how many league goals did he score? Now, I'm going to ask you both. Who shall I go with first? George, what is your number? How many league goals Ooh, did Benito score? League goals. That's a tough one, isn't it? Because because what stands out to me is the... <laughs> I think it was the FA Cup goal he scored against Leeds. Um, oh, God. Um, I, I don't think it was that many, was it? I'm going to say... I'm going to say two. Two? Okay. Mm. Two? Two. Right. How many league games are we talking? So he played 24 league games. How many goals did he score? And it's just closest wins. Uh-oh. So I'm just going to go three. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. George has threw on goal and Rasheen's hacked him down. Great red card. <laughs> It punched was, him in the face. To be honest, it was four. So, <laughs> oh, wow. I, kn- I knew it wasn't that many. Oh, my God. That so that was probably a flaw in my question design there. But <laughs> right. Rashid, Much appreciated. We're going to question two. It's the 18th of May, 1996. And Villa have just finished fourth in the league. Came top four. And while we were celebrating... Who represented the UK in Eurovision in 1996? Very famous Choc- entry. Oh, man. Was it 96 or 97? Well, I, I suppose it's, I'm, well, I'm just going to say uh, Katrina, and the, Katrina and the Waves. George, you're a year out. It wasn't Katrina and the Waves. Oh, no. You're kidding. It's a very... Yeah, well, I think hear the name, you'll both be like, I know that. Roisin, who is it? Uh, I have no idea. Um... Um, I'm not as obsessed with Eurovision as I am. I mean, I, what the things that I'm obsessed with, it doesn't mean that I'll necessarily be able to answer questions about them correctly in a quiz. Like, <laughs> um, I, oh, I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. Um, no, sorry. Was it? Was it? Was it Gabby Abong the Hall? Wasn't Gabby up on the hall? Final answer, right? Okay, guys, it was Gina G. How could Gina G? Oh my God, I so could have got that. Oh my God. So if this is the full parent episode. Well, I, 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 need to, well, I need to call my parents back. Yeah, they're, 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 they're on the M5 people. at the moment. They need to come back. My mum's the biggest Villa fan in the universe. Um, and she, her name's Caroline. So she just came in singing Sweet Caroline. Fair play. Um, anyway. I thought she was singing the Eurovision entry. I was thinking, Gina. So did I. <laughs> Oh, just a little bit. Oh, just a little bit. Doing that with like cardboard, like putting up the ooh and then putting up the ah. Yeah. Simpler times. Well, I can believe it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Roisin maintains her lead. Question three. We're at Eurovision 1998 now, guys. (laughs) Birmingham hosted the event. Do you remember? It was a great year for Birmingham. We not only did we host Eurovision, but we also had the G. Six or whatever it was back then. Bill Clinton came to visit Birmingham. Do you remember? I do. President Bill Clinton, I did not have... I won't won't go there. Um, So we all remember it. Katrina and the Waves, big victory. Um, But 1998, 
Who was Aston Villa's manager in May of 98? Chukamaker. George. John Gregory. You're correct. Yeah, oh, just got it. Yeah. Brian, Brian Little it must was have been a, I was going to say Brian Little. Yeah, it must have been a tight one. Little was sacked a couple of months before um, right. John came in. So, look, it's one all. It's an exciting tie. This is. Right. We go to the 10th of May 2014. And Eurovision is happening in Denmark of that year. <laughs> now, it was a miracle we stayed up that season because we truly were pathetic. And I kind of forgot how bad we were, but we stayed up. Now, an Austrian won Eurovision that year. But which Austrian... Bearded lady, give me a run the hall, the bearded lady! Not, 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 not who won Eurovision, but which Austrian... Oh, no. Which Austrian scored five league goals for Villa that season? Chukwameka. <laughs> no! She's, she's jumped the gun here, folks. Um, Who was it, George? It was Andreas Feynman, of course. I listened, it was I listened, Andreas Feynman. I listened to the question. I listened to the question in its entirety and I answered, oh, right. I answered no, correctly. Need to rub it in. <laughs> oh. So, question five. It's one all. Exciting times, this. Last... Yes, I- is it we'll one all? I forgot this. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with it. Let's go with one all. Is it, is yeah, it one all, Frankie? Oh, that's 2-1. Sorry, guys. Um, right. In um, your Eurovision nostalgia, you've forgotten how to count. <laughs> um, question five. Last day of the season, May 2nd, 2011. Villa beat Liverpool 1-0. But who scored the winner? I was at this game. He was, was a winger. Was again? Was he here? May 2011. 2011. 2011. The Chukwameka. Yeah, George. Stuart Downing. George Zielinski, you've got it right. (laughs) Oh, dear. Well, I'll tell you. Who was the Austrian who won Eurovision in 2014? Andreas Feynman. (laughs) (laughs) What a a year he had. Oh, dear. Conchita burst. Conchita, yeah. that was her name. With your beard, Frankie, you don't look too dissimilar. <laughs> I was there last night watching it, and I, I'll, um, I watched the film as well because I love the Eurovision film. And uh, Conchita makes an amazing appearance in that movie, and I was like, "Geez, I was like, I don't look too dissimilar to Conchita in <laughs> no, the with the long yeah. beard and the hair." So yeah. big fan of Conchita. And, uh, but look, hey guys, George has won this week, and. Uh, <sighs> It's been a fantastic season. It's been a great, it's been great competing with you both. Well done um, on all your villa knowledge. But I have, I have oh, what a patronising! Well done. What a patronising! <laughs> he does not mean that. He sat there singing "Sweet Caroline" to himself. He's singing "Sweet Francis" to himself. He's loving life. <laughs> What's different, Frankie? I, 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 I've been, we, we've been beaten by the. Better man, and I and I for one will gladly meet up in Nando's Sully Hole and buy you whatever delicious chicken dish you want <laughs> to smother in wild herb sauce. Can't wait to see you there in the year 2025. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you know. But no, as I say, it's been brilliant, and uh, thank you to everyone who's been listening to this quiz as well. Uh, it's been great. Okay, thank you everybody for listening. I've been your host, George Zielinski. See you next week, Roisin. Goodbye, George. Goodbye, Frankie. And of course, up the villa. Up the villa. And uh, Frankie, see you later. See you in a bit. I'm off to listen to a load of Eurovision tracks and watch villa highlights on repeat.
No different, <laughs> no different from any other night then for you, Frankie. Uh, and it's uh, and it's goodbye from me. Uh, thank you again for listening all through the season. But we will return next week for our end of season review show. So check that out uh, when that comes out. But until then, come on, you villa boys from Aston. <laughs>